Chapter 20 of Grimm's Fairy Tales, retold in one-syllable words. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Katie Rose Martin. Grimm's Fairy Tales, retold in one-syllable words by Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. Chapter 20. Cinderella. There was once a rich man's wife who was quite ill, and as she felt that her end was near, she called her one daughter to her bedside and said, My dear child, be a good girl, and the dear God will take care of you, and I will look down on you from heaven and think of you. Soon after this, she died. Each day, the girl went to her mother's grave and wept. She kept her last words in mind and was good and kind to all around her. Winter came and clothed the earth in a soft white robe. But when the warm rays of spring had caused the snow to melt from the mother's grave, the husband took a new wife. The wife brought home with her two daughters of her own who were fair in face but black and mean at heart. Now came a sad time for the poor stepchild. Is the goose to sit in the same room with us? said the two daughters. They who eat bread must earn it. Out with you. Go help the kitchen maid. They took off her clothes and gave her an old gray dress and shoes of wood. She had to stay in the kitchen and work hard all day. At night, when she was tired, she had no bed to lie on, but must lie down in the cinders on the hearth. This gave her such a dirty look that the sisters, who were always glad to have a chance to insult her, called her Cinderella. One day, the father wished to go to the fair, so he asked his two stepdaughters what he should bring them. A fine dress, said one. Pearls and jewels, said the other. And you, Cinderella, said he, what shall I bring you? The first twig that hits your hat on your way home, father. Break off and bring to me, said she. So he brought the dress and the pearls for his stepdaughters, and on his way home, as he rode through a wood, a hazel bough struck his hat, and he broke it off and took it with him. Cinderella thanked him for the twig and went at once to plant it on her mother's grave. The poor girl wept long, and her tears fell like water on the twig, so that it grew to a tree. Three times a day, Cinderella went to it to weep and pray, and each time a little white bird flew on the tree, and if she spoke a wish out loud, the bird threw down what she wished for. After a time, it fell out that the king made up his mind to give a grand ball. It was to last three days, and all the fair young ladies of the land were asked to come, that the king's son might choose from them a bride. When the two stepsisters heard that they might go, they were glad. They called Cinderella and said, Comb our hair, brush our shoes, and hook our gowns, for we are to go to the ball at the king's palace. Cinderella did as they told her, but wept to think that she too could not go to the ball. She asked her stepmother to let her go with them, but the stepmother mocked her and said, You, Cinderella, black with dirt and soot, 
You have no clothes or shoes, and how can you dance? But Cin der el la still begged to be let go. So at last the step moth er said, "I have just thrown a dish of flax seed in to the ash es. If you will have it all picked out in two hours, you may go with them." Then Cin der el la ran out at the back door in to the gar den and called out, "You tame doves and all you birds of the air, come and help me pick up the seeds. Put the good ones in the pot and the bad ones in your crop." Then there flew in at the kitchen window two white doves, and then all the birds of the air came chirping in down upon the ashes. They then began to pick, 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 and soon all the good seeds were gathered in the dish. With great joy, Cinderella took the dish to her stepmother. But the stepmother said, No, Cinderella, you have no clothes, and you do not know how to dance. All would laugh at you. Still, Cinderella cried and begged to go, and at last the stepmother said, "I will throw twice as much flaxseed in the ashes, and if you have it all picked up in one hour, I will let you go." But she thought to herself, "She cannot do that." The birds again helped Cinderella, and the seed was all picked up in half an hour. But when she went to the stepmother, she broke her word once more and would not let her go. When the two proud sisters and their mother had gone to the ball, Cinderella went out to her mother's grave and sat down under the hazel tree and cried, "Rustle and shake, dear little tree, gold and silver, throw over me." Then the bird threw down a dress of gold and silver and a pair of small silk slippers worked with silver. These Cinderella put on in great haste, and then she went to the ball. Her stepmother and sisters did not know her and thought it must be some strange princess. So grand did she look in her fine dress. The prince met her as she came in and led her through the dance. Nor would he dance with any one else all the evening. When it grew late and she wished to go home, the prince said, "I will go with you and see you safe," for he wished to find out to whom she belonged. They reached a hen house and Cinderella sprang into it. So the prince waited till her father came home. He told him a strange maiden had run into the pigeon house, and an axe was brought to break into the house, but no one was there. When they came to the house, there lay Cinderella in her dirty frock, for she had jumped out of the hen house on the far side and run to the hazel tree where she had left her fine dress for the bird to take away. The next day, Cinderella went to the tree again. When the stepmother and sisters had gone to the ball, and a dress more grand and rich than the first was thrown down to her, the prince danced with her again all the evening. When she went home, he followed her, but when she reached a pear tree that grew near her father's house, he lost sight of her. When the father came home, the prince told him that the strange maiden had again fled from him, and that he thought she was in the pear tree. The father thought, could it have been Cinderella? He cut down the tree with an axe, but no one was to be found. When they went into the house, Cinderella was in her place, for she had sprung down on the far side of the pear tree, left her fine dress with the bird, and put on her old gray frock. On the third day, she went again to the ball. This time, the bird threw down the most splendid dress of all, and the slippers were of pure gold. The prince danced only with Cinderella. And when the time came to leave, he would have gone with her, 
but she ran with such speed that he could not keep up with her. But the prince had the steps spread with pitch in hopes to catch the strange maiden, and as Cinderella ran, her left slipper stuck to the pitch and came off. The prince picked it up and saw that it was small and of pure gold. The next day he went to Cinderella's father and said, My bride shall be the one whose foot this slipper fits. The two sisters were glad when they heard this, for they had small feet. The elder one took the slipper first and went to her room to try it on, but she could not get her big toe into it. The mother who stood by said, Cut off your toe, for when you are queen, you will not need to go on foot. The daughter cut off her toe, squeezed her foot into the slipper, and hiding her pain, went down to the prince. Then he placed her as his bride upon his horse and rode off. But as they passed the grave of Cinderella's mother, two white doves sat on the hazel tree and cried, Turn and look, turn and look, there's blood upon the shoe. The shoe's too small, and she behind is not the bride for you. He turned and looked at her foot and saw the blood that flowed from the shoe. He turned his horse at once and took the false bride home, saying she was not the right one, that the other sister must try the slipper on. The younger one took it to her room, and to her joy her toes went in, but she could not get the slipper over her heel. The mother said, Cut off a piece of your heel, for when you are queen, you need not go on foot. The daughter did so, squeezed her foot into the slipper, and went down to the prince. Then he put her upon his horse as his bride and rode off. But they too must pass the hazel tree where the two doves sat. Again they cried, turn and look, turn and look. There's blood upon the shoe. The shoe's too small and she behind is not the bride for you. He looked down at her foot and saw that the blood was trickling from her shoe. He turned his horse once more and brought the false bride home. This is not the right one, he said to the father. Have you no other daughter? No, said the father, except the daughter of my first wife, but she cannot be the bride. The prince asked to see her, but the stepmother said, Oh no, she is much too dirty. I dare not let her be seen. But the prince would have his way, and Cinderella was called. She washed her hands and face and went in, bowing to the prince, who gave her the gold slipper. She sat down and put on the slipper, which was a perfect fit for her. The prince looked in her face and saw that she was the fair maiden with whom he had danced. So he said, This is my true bride. The stepmother and two sisters turned white with rage, but the prince took Cinderella upon his horse and rode off. As they came to the hazel tree, the two white doves cried, Turn and look, turn and look. There's no blood upon the shoe. It fits so nice, and she behind is the rightful bride for you. Cinderella and the prince were soon married, and all went well with them to the end of their lives. End of chapter 20 Cinderella